0: Brian Broaddus, Patrick Walker, and Derek Eagleton.
2: It is Thursday, August 3rd, 2023, season 19, episode number 14. Welcome to the latest edition of The Break we Live from Oxnard, California. We're rolling through this thing. We're almost at the end of week two of training camp practices out here. Cowboys have pads on, and so it's gotten real out here. And uh, <laughs> we're going to tell you a little bit of what we are seeing and hearing uh, throughout these practices throughout our show today. We've got 45 minutes, but before we get to that, uh, we got a little toy here. Uh, our trusty producer, Chris Beam, has introduced a new feature for our podcast, and uh, obviously, we're going to roll it out on the best podcast first, and uh, we'll see how it goes. Sid. So, this morning, <laughs> uh, what we have here's the number. I'm going to give you guys a number it is 817 290 3298. Again, get your pens, get your pencils, write it down. 817 290 Three two nine eight. This is our new text line. You can text our show. Actually, you can text any show while the shows are on live. You can give feedback. You can tell us we're all idiots. We probably won't agree with you, but that's fine. You can do that. Uh, you can send us questions. Uh, it's just your way as listeners to be able to interact with our show, and we love having you interact with our show. So bring it. Let's go. Let's have some fun. And uh, and throughout the show today, you can feel free to text in and, and give us your thoughts. And also. Give us your questions. Again, 817-290-3298.
0: How's everybody doing this morning? I'm fantastic. How about good? you guys? I'm good.
1: Yeah, it's outstanding. I'd like to know if you would text in and please let us know what color is AMBAR's shirt today? Because we, I will we be already know what color it is. There is, is a discussion going on right now. But we now. don't want to what lead co- the jury. Yeah, we don't want to like influence so, anybody right here. And I'm going to
0: start this Twitter argument after the show. So yeah, yeah. It's okay. very clear what it is, but whatever. Yeah.
2: yeah, also when you, when you text us, Make sure you leave enough room to have your name. Yeah, we'll make you famous. So we, yeah, because we want to be able to <laughs> yeah. give you a shout-out. Yeah. We love to, to give you guys a shout-out when, uh, when you interact with the show. So make sure you do that again, number 817-290-3298. All right, here's where I want to start today. Two people on our panel had the privilege yesterday of being able to interview one Dakota Prescott. And, uh, and so I wanted to start there. I want to talk a little bit about about Dak And, and the first thing I want to do is just for fans out there who've never obviously had the opportunity to meet Dak, spend time with Dak. I want you guys to just talk about your impressions of of Dak just as a person. You get an opportunity to sit down with him, get a chance to talk to him. What are your thoughts on on Dak just as the man, Dak
0: Prescott? Ladies first.
3: I mean, he's as great as you can get for a spokesperson. I mean, he's just absolutely perfect. Everything you would want, your starting quarterback to be when it comes to cameras and lights um he's he's just great he always have a great answer has a great answer he can tell you whatever you want he won't avoid the question he'll be smart about it and answer it his own way so he, he's just he's just great tell us your impression patrick I mean, before we get into no, what it, we got out it, of it it's like
0: you said it, he's he is the definitive face of any franchise let alone the Dallas Cowboys and he is one of the better ambassadors of the game of football and how he carries himself uh, you know not only in his performances on the field which we'll get into obviously but off of the field he's the consummate professional uh, he didn't win the Walter Payton Man of the Year War by accident this is a fantastic human being with a big heart well-spoken very intellectual um, and we had some fun with our interviews yesterday because Dak knows Knows the game, so he knows how to have some prepackaged answers, but we were able to kind of break through that and get to the inside of the inside for Dak, so something that fans Whoa! can look forward
1: to. Always the key. Sorry. Go ahead, Brian. Of course, I'll tell you ain't. what, I love <laughs> Nate Newton for that. <laughs> you know, the, the thing with we have Dak on 105.3, fan, today, so looking forward to our my, – my reflections of the times I've gotten to visit with him is how polished he is. Mm. But one of the fun – Dak's got a really good sense of humor. And yes. we asked him a question last year, like, okay, quarterbacks always have answers about Team X. And so we made up a fictional football team. I remember that. And we asked him, <laughs> tell us about Team X. And, Dak, looked he's this guy. Team X is well coached. They're well, you know, they're prepared. Their players are outstanding. You know, if you don't deal with Team X this way, they're gonna cause you problems. So it just showed you the side of, yeah. like, cause the question was, is quarterbacks, you do have prepared thoughts and answers yep. and stuff. And he goes, oh, absolutely. Okay. So we, we brought Team X into play, and he described Team X like he was preparing for the Philadelphia Eagles. And it's, it just shows you he's got a, a really good sense of humor. Um, he handles things very well when you ask him questions. Uh, and you could go a, a, a large range of topics, the charity work he does, the football side of things. You know, there's just a wide scope of things. He loves sports. He's always involved with other local teams. Yeah. You could talk to him about that, and, uh, and he responds very, very well. It's, it's, a, it's a pleasure to get to talk to him. It what really you, is. What would you guys say? I know I talk a lot about Dak's leadership, and I think everybody
2: talks about his leadership being one of the truly great attributes that he has. Outside of that, if you look at him just as a, a player, as a quarterback, what skill do you think stands out most to you as this is what Dak does extremely well? This is his
1: superpower. I think he handles adversity better than anybody I've seen. You know, when you look at the, the things that happens, he, he never gets too high or too low. And when things happen during games, you can see in his ability to bounce back, you know, and fight through things. I think that's just the way he's been brought up. You know, there's been adversity throughout his life, and there's been a lot of joy in his life, too but he doesn't seem to just get bogged down when things aren't good. He finds a way to turn a, turn a bad situation into a good situation. And I think that's the, the, his just uh, – the fortitude, the ability just to take things and put it behind him and keep going forward I think is one of the superpower traits that I think mm-hmm. I, I really appreciate about him.
0: I, I do think, and that's the same for me, his resiliency – uh, which is why, for me, that was just such an appropriate uh, creed for the Cowboys last season because Dak Prescott, time and time again, on and off the field, he's shown resiliency. Like like Brian is saying, you look at you know the the loss of his mom to cancer and the loss of his uh, brother to suicide, and you know he is now embracing mental health and mental health awareness and and understanding. Ways to become stronger from the things that happen to him and then it transfers itself to the locker room and on the field one of the best answers he said um, yesterday when he was asked uh, what word does he hate the most he said can't and that really resonated with me and that's the kind of you know guy that you want lead in your locker room
3: yeah I mean his uh, his confidence and it goes back to everything that you guys are saying he's just a guy that does despite everything seems to not lose his confidence maybe behind doors but when he comes out of his room his house he puts on that face and just keeps going at it the type of face that you want to follow the type of guy you want to follow and to me one of the most impressive things and I think we can all agree on this as far as like despite us having to come and do shows and report on the team criticize analyze and evaluate everything we still root for the guy. We're still all in with him, and I think his teammates, coaches, everybody—you throw an interception, whatever—everybody's still gonna go out there and fight and root for him and do what they can to make him better. So I think that's a big thing that goes back to leadership. Leader—I can't even say that word—leadership. Get it right. And and you just want to follow the guy and root for him. And I get all the criticism and all that, and as far as skills and on the field, but it's hard to hate on a person that you know is fighting for you and giving give it them all
0: even to that point uh, and i we're getting a lot of those comments uh from the interview that we did yesterday ambar there are die hard born and bred cowboys rivals that are telling us god I, i hate the cowboys but it's so hard to hate dak prescott it's it's so hard to hate him as a man, to hate him as a human being. So to your point, Embor, like this is that's the kind of guy he is. To the point where he wins over, at least off the field, he wins over fan bases of rival teams. Yeah, it's hard to root against good people, right? Yeah. I, I find yeah. the same thing with Jalen Hurts.
3: Exactly, when he's with the yeah. Eagles.
2: I can't stand the Eagles, but. I actually like Jalen Hurts, exactly. and so it's hard, to, it's hard to root against people that you think are good people, yeah, right? or at least you think, right? Are you
1: taking this angle because of what the national media has gone with so far what right? the last couple of days without Dak and maybe him and Diggs getting into it a little
2: no, bit? No, you know, actually, no. I, wanted to, I actually wanted to bring that up to you guys because let's, I, I let's do think, I think
1: that's unfortunate, and if I could, yeah, sure, right. yeah. let, let me take that if I could. Let me give uh, these national media members a little bit of advice. If you right. want to be really, really good at your job, Don't worry about the other NFL teams. Follow these guys. Follow (laughs) DallasCowboys.com. Watch your All-22 tape. Know everything in your power about this football team, and you'll find ways. Because every time we turn on the TV, it's a Dallas Cowboys-related segment. Learn about this football team. Learn about what you're talking about. You know, there's people in camp. What we're talking about right now about Dak Prescott and Diggs, it's a competitive situation out Absolutely. there. Absolutely, this guy is a leader. He there is no division among, no hatred None. among. It's all going at each other. It's being competitive, and that's the situation. As a national media member, learn about this team. You do far better work on your job. Nobody really cares about the Seahawks or the Buccaneers because all you guys do is talk about the Dallas Cowboys. (laughs) Find a way to learn about the team. Read these guys' work right here. and also Figure it
0: out. Don't hot take for engagement because uh, what I find, the thing that's problematic for me is – those that know better aren't doing better when it comes to commenting on things like this. They, so, they
1: don't understand. Uh,
0: so, for yeah. example, if you've ever done anything competitively, mm-hmm. we, we could say if you've ever played competitive sports. But it's it's even bigger than that because if you play me in spades, you could be my brother. And the things that I say I can't say in church Man. when we're playing cards, let alone the things yeah. I've said to right. teammates on the baseball diamond, on the football field, and on the basketball court yeah. when you're you know one-on-one. It's it's all about the culture that's established and the culture that's established here by McCarthy and, and Dak and kind of perpetuated. It's fantastic. It's solidarity. They're going to go at each other. It's happening yeah. in training camps all across yeah, the absolutely. NFL absolutely. right absolutely. now. Yeah. Yeah. All yeah. across the NFL. Alpha, if it's not, t- you better be questioning then the, you better t- be questioned the competitiveness of your perfectly team. Perfectly said, Derek. Yeah. You can't have it both ways because if you didn't have the chippiness, yeah. then the narrative would be where they're not you're ready softy. to compete. Yeah. They're, yeah. they're yeah. soft. They're not yeah. ready to contend. Yeah. But yeah. then they get the chippiness, and all of a sudden it's, oh, it's divisive. They don't respect each other. They absolutely respect yeah. each other. So to so Brian's point, learn how the game is played. Learn how players prepare for the game. And at the end of the day, understand when you put a bunch of alpha males in in a, a small space, put on some pads and say go hit each yeah. other, you're going to get those types of things. But after practice, Trayvon, Dak, Trayvon and whomever, Dak and Jerron, Curse, they're all, it's all brothers. And we yeah. know that being here because we see them walking around. Every so, single day. Yeah. So know what you're talking about or don't
3: talk at all. It's just the same <laughs> when you, it, with family members, friends, you're at home playing board games, any type of game, you're gonna be cussing each other out. Yeah, it happens. Family. You get mad. Hey. You're like, you want to just slap somebody. Just you cheated, or no, oh, yeah. You, yeah. you were wrong on yeah. this play. <laughs> no, you, you know, don't play uno with me. I will beat you up. Like hey. I, I get it <laughs>
1: the same way. Sometimes <laughs> in battleship, I leave the submarine off the board. <laughs> <Yeah>. Sometimes <laughs> yeah. the submarine you're doesn't. One those, Brian, well, you're submarine one of those right? the submarine can win the game for you. Don't, you have to you always don't use, put it out there. Sometimes it's dry dock you know <laughs> Sometimes. listen now I know I
0: want to hit you with the, with the draw four so I can get the real ambar Let's oh go. my gosh yeah. no Let's but go. it's the
3: same thing and after the game is over whatever y'all go back to being friends right. and it's yeah. all good and so. this is
0: as old as time I, I
2: remember growing up with my my grandfather he had like he had 12 brothers and sisters so when we get together family family get together there's a lot of people he and his brother sit down to play dominoes and, I and when, I you, when I tell you when I tell you some of the words I've learned yes. in my life that I probably shouldn't be saying <laughs> were learned listening yes. to them talking to each other yes. about that domino game and it didn't mean they didn't love each other yeah. it didn't mean they weren't brothers it meant they were competing and sometimes competitiveness has a way of bringing that out yeah. of you right. and that's just a part of it so i think i think that whole conversation is somewhat silly and anybody that has that says that has either never competed yeah. Or doesn't remember what it's like to compete. But and so they're just kind of throwing stuff out there to just make some news, as you say, to create some, some
1: But there have been some players that have competed, you know. I mean, Shady McCoy, I'm, I'm, oh. I'm talking to you right now. Once again, you, we
0: talk about maybe you, that's clickbait,
2: yeah, you know? Yeah, you've, you've
1: competed at a very high <laughs> level. You're, you've been, you're an outstanding player. That's a production
0: player. room conversation. See, what Here's what you say to drive engagement, right. even if he's like, well, I don't really – it doesn't matter. Here's what we need you to say, and then he goes out with that. But team. then
1: the, but then again it's fr- very frustrating for people who are with the team every day, like Derek says that why are we answering these questions? And yeah. Here I am, I just took seven minutes to <laughs> talk about something. But it's just if you really are good at, if you really want to be good at your job in NFL network or whatever, learn about this football team. Follow people, learn about this team, because that seems like the only thing you guys talk about now every day. You know? They talk to me, I mean it's like Women's the Women's World Cup Soccer, and Dak's 30th birthday. I got that the other day at SportsCenter.
0: <laughs> well, my, my final point on it, to your point, Derek, in those games of dominoes, bones, when they're playing those yeah. and, and they're going at it and they're locked horns, let someone from outside the family walk up to that table and – talk noise about to either one of them right how quickly it's gonna flip. how quickly does the unity then come into play and, and it all then gets focused correct. on that first so yeah. ladies and gentlemen yeah. if you think there's a problem between Trevon Diggs and Dak and there isn't I want you to understand that when the opposition pulls up it all gets focused and channeled in one direction exactly. and that's across the line of scrimmage
2: all right we're going to take our first break when we come back we're going to get some standout moments some standout players uh from some of this the practices this week we'll when we come back dallascowboys.com radio
1: in the English language. You must download the latest version of the mobile banking app, only available on select mobile devices. Message and data rates may apply. Member FDIC. They say champions are remembered, but legends are never forgotten. United Ag and Turf offers a winning lineup of John Deere equipment built to tackle any challenge on and off the field. Legendary John Deere tractors, combines, residential mowers, commercial mowers, compact construction equipment, gator utility vehicles, and a full line of golf and sports turf equipment. United Ag and Turf, the official Ag and Turf equipment if you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero, guacamole.
0: Back to the break.
1: (laughs) Do you eat, sleep, and breathe Dallas Cowboys football? Tell us uh, how you spice up for the game for a chance to be named 2023 Cowboys Fan of the Year presented by Captain Morgan and win exclusive prizes plus a trip to Super Bowl 58. Nominate yourself for another today at dallascowboys.com slash fan of the year. Welcome back. It is the second segment
2: of The Break. We're live from Oxnard, California. And uh, this segment is brought to you by blockchain.com. Ding! Um, actually, we got a lot of text rolling into this text line. You guys are liking this, I think. Uh, again, the number is 817-290-3298. It is 817-290- three two nine eight we're going to get to a segment in the last sec. well we'll try to take some time in the last segment to maybe go through some of these and read some of these uh, aloud uh, i think we're getting a pretty clear indication of what color Hold on, let shirt me amber has on
3: <laughs> most of you guys know i paint if i was to paint a sun or grass and leaves or trees this color i would pick for grass not for like dark grass, but like the highlights. what, man, the highlights of the like,
1: your grass. homeowners' is, their the, association's oh not gonna be happy. Right. To the grass. They're
3: gonna make some phone calls, <laughs> leaving some no. minutes, when I think it's the grass. A, I think yeah. of the green the of the master's jacket. The grass, and that's and what I think of. It's a highlight. Your homeowners home are
1: all over you, there, Ag. <laughs> right now. This I, is, is
3: lime green. That's you guys don't don't take don't take any
1: indication of how great
2: an artist she is by
1: that. is a great artist. A
2: great artist. He really is a great artist. All right, let's get back to the uh, back to our show. Uh, let's get some standout <laughs> moments. Uh, what have you guys seen in in some of the last couple practices, particularly uh, the practice on Wednesday? I'm yeah. sorry, Tuesday, yeah. when it was padded. What have you guys seen? Some standout moments, standout players. Really, Sorry, you, to, Brian.
1: Yeah, th- thank you. Real quick, I'll try. Uh, the, the I think the two to two point period, the two point plays, mm-hmm. offense was five for five on yeah, that. They were. Man, some really nice designs. Some drive picks. Uh, some you know There were some times, and this was the defense. This is Dan Quinn's defense. He put his guys out there to try and make some plays. They didn't cover well enough. They didn't get any pressure. Uh, the protection was outstanding. There were guys that were running open, if you want yeah. to say, really good for the offense but really, really bad for the defense when it came to defending that. And then, and then the offense kind of carried it over into the red zone stuff mm-hmm. where they were able to make some plays. A little bit more pressure. Dak had to move around a little bit more. And, but the guys did a good job of working the back of the end zone But that two-point period where they went five for five, boy, that gave me hope because not only those are two-point plays, but those are plays inside the the five-yard line that they could go to if they had to say, hey, we need our best play right here to maybe score – get Jake Ferguson in the flat with nobody covering him or throw the ball to Deuce Vaughn on the little little out there, you know, little, little, uh, little route he runs the outside. So good job by the offense. Defense, that film will, will show you need to pick things up a little bit.
0: Absolutely, and I will say this about the defense. Uh, the return of Trevon Diggs, uh, was his present was felt. Uh, in that second padded <laughs> practice, and not just verbally, but you know, definitely on the field as well. Because one of imagine my imagine
3: having to watch from the sideline for a couple oh, of days yes. and oh. dying to be in. There. Oh yes. He he, oh, <laughs>
0: he showed that exact energy. He got in there at a little bit of a slow start. I think maybe he was kind of feeling out the toe, make sure he mm-hmm. was good. But when he got going, he was going. And my point being, Cavante Turpin was one who really mm-hmm. stood out for me, yep. and he continues to stand out. Uh, but. Kevontae Turpin learned the closing speed yeah. of Trevon Diggs yeah. on that flat route in the two minute drill, in that red zone drill, um, where you think, well Dex got this, this is a, another touchdown, Turpin had a touchdown earlier in that set, um, but here comes Diggs streaking across the field just out of nowhere, bound, break, breaks up the pass, and that's what led to the, the clip that went viral. Um, but Diggs, he's back, don't worry about his toe, he looks fantastic, but Kevontae Turpin continues to make it difficult in that competition and trying to figure out, well, if, if Kevontae's learning the playbook like this, and he is earning offensive reps, what's the challenge of now getting a guy like Deuce Vaughn involved as well? But to Brian's point, uh, Dak Prescott looked surgical in that drill, 5-for-5. And and Ceedee Lamb, I feel like it's a combination of him taking the next step and having the confidence being built from last season But I think it's also adding Brandon Cooks to the mix. And they really are just playing off of each other. You will rarely see Cooks make a play without Lamb making the next play or vice versa. Lamb makes the play, Cooks makes the play. And then that elevates guys like Michael Gallup, Jalen Tobert, some of these young guys, Moreno Crawford, uh, Jalen Brooks he's yeah. coming on strong as well Brooks is stacking good days so this this offense I know a lot of people came into this training camp thinking they or knowing how good this defense can be they wanted to know what the offense can be we're seeing what the offense can be and we're seeing what it can be under Mike McCarthy as a play caller it's it's difficult it's like if Michael Parsons isn't in that backfield the offense if they have any amount of time to make a play they're making plays
2: yeah and I will throw out throw this out real quick though one thing we talked about, you and I talked about when we were standing over watching practice the other day, there are so many times that the play gets completed, It's close. but it's close. the <laughs> fact of the matter is, Michael Parsons was it's in close. the backfield that, yeah. and that may have never been a play <laughs> if it were a real game. That's something to keep an yeah. eye on. Certainly a mm-hmm. good thing for the Cowboys, yeah. defense for the Cowboys' offense, though, you have to start wondering, like, out that oh, yeah. here it's hard to tell oh, yeah. are you really going to get to that pass because it may have gotten busted up in Great the backfield point. as there's, a sack. There's Great times
1: point. where I felt like that the trainers would be running on the field with a spatula to get back up <laughs> off. <on laughs> the there, been some <laughs> there have been some moments <laughs> where that moment. number 11 has shown up really quick. Yeah, yeah. And, and he's he just he kind of tagged is, off, you know. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Go ahead, Amber. I'm sorry.
3: Oh, no, you're good. Well, to Patrick's point, actually – i talked to when we talked to dak yesterday i did ask him about cooks becoming to him what it looks like a security blanket every throw is a catch boom 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 connecting every single time and he did say that yeah that's true but at the same time he feels the same way about a lot of these guys so and you can see that on here and he said how with mike mccarthy one of the things they're trying to do is just get rid of the ball quicker faster but also being on the same page with the receivers i was going to point out and i know we keep talking about this guy specifically but deuce vaughn there's no way he doesn't make the team i mean they're working him it's they're really using him a lot and he's taking advantage of all those reps you can see Again, we, we're not really seeing that full like game day type of tackles because there are times that he would have <laughs> been on the ground. But he he it's just impressive to see how much they're really putting him to work out here. And last thing I wanted to mention, back to Dak's leadership, something that I saw uh, two days ago was the way he was reacting to Hendershot. Hendershot has been kind of up and down it seems to be getting yeah, like in his head a little, a little bit. bit had a yeah. drop
1: in the, in the had yeah, a yeah. drop that yeah. was
3: right to him right. and you can see just Dak's reaction like hey no man like yeah, yeah. just keep at it you yeah. know the way he he kind of lifts him up and he came back Of so sure enough a couple <laughs> plays later he caught that ball and it's just those things that you want to see but talking about um the the tight ends Hendershot is one of those guys that has kind of been up and down yeah. throughout camp right now. Can
1: I ask you guys a question real quick? Sure. Okay, we're talking about Tolbert, and Tolbert's also been, when I mean, receivers has been good, but do you feel like, though, that you've seen really with Brooks and Turpin, hmm. have they been better? Yeah, like,
2: real I, quick. Yeah, you you're going to get to that? That's okay. a no, Actually,
1: what I wanted to do. Because I'm um, trying to figure out if it's going to be five or six. Yeah,
2: what I wanted to do was, that's what I'm because I, I think there is some thought yeah. out there as you watch the practices that there may be some jockeying for position yeah. there. You know who the top two are. Yeah. I think there could even be arguments made, like, do you really know who the three is necessarily? Okay. But what I wanted to do is I wanted to toss this question to you guys. Okay. Right now, based on I what I've seen- I tried to deflect, you know, yeah. so I right. tried to deflect. <laughs> like, right now, I knew it was
1: about to happen. There right now,
2: There you go. <laughs> based on what you've seen out yeah. here, I want you to give me, in order, Yeah. in order, top six wide receivers on this team.
0: Okay, I'll, I'll I'll jump out in front of the train first um, <laughs> CeeDee Lamb
1: Hopefully it goes off the track before Yeah, we'll, it gets to we'll see <laughs> 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 We'll see Look, everybody's going to be able to get those first two or three yeah, uh, CeeDee Lamb, mm-hmm.
0: Brandon Cooks, Michael Gallup That's the easy, no yeah. matter what order you put them in um, From what I'm seeing, Jalen Tobert At four From what I'm seeing, okay. Jalen Tobert Okay Um, who, See, now here here we go I got to have turpin in there uh-huh so he's one of my five um you got one more God, i don't want to be a prisoner of the moment because first that's what we Bro- do during training camp. yeah <laughs> first it first it was moreno Cropper, but then now he's it's called the lance of, Platt, program yeah he's jalen brooks, and Jaylen, kind so, of brooks, brooks standing so, so that's what i mean okay yeah. i'm, I'm going to give <laughs>
1: Wow, but then it's Jalen Brooks? Question, but then is Jalen Brooks versus Simi Fuhoko? Yeah, yeah. I think that's the one that's in trouble. Yeah. This week, as week we one, have as we, we have this conversation, yeah. as it stands right now, as it stands right, right now, now, as we live today, I'm yeah. going to go.
0: I'm going to go for, for, for Hoko as my final. As we have this conversation right now, let's see if Brooks can continue to build because we Fuhoko has leverage. He has time in the system. Let's see if. Uh, so I'm going to go for Hoko I'm gonna go with Amber next. Oh, I'm gonna save you for last, Brian.
3: No, <laughs> go ahead, Brian, the expert over here. Lamb, Cooks, Gallup,
1: Brooks, and then I would go, and then I would go, uh, I think then I would go Turpin, mm-hmm. and then Tolbert last. Okay.
2: But he's still in the six.
1: He's still in the six. Okay. That's what I'm trying to think. I think I think right now Simi Fahoko and I know he's a little nicked up right now and but as we sit right now, mm-hmm. I'm I'm just I kind of feel like that, that Brooks is showing like again, we this is a this is a tradition we have at training camp yeah. that the Lance Lenores and others show up, you Dennis know, Houston Dennis Houston, Houston show yeah. up and you know, you hope that they could get through the preseason games. But it's amazing to me what Brooks and Turpin have been able to do, mm-hmm. and I think it's a battle right now with, with Tolbert and where he's really, really at. Okay.
3: See, to me, based on performance-wise alone of what has happened in the past week. <laughs> we have week, to justify everything we <laughs> Yes, right. not yes. based on experience <laughs> and time it. with the team yeah. and where they were drafted, how they were acquired, or anything like that. Based on performance, to me, it would be Turpin, then Brooks, and then Tolber, yeah, in that order. Turpin, he's been – I know he missed a couple – was it a couple of days because yeah. of the birth of uh, – was his it daughter. a boy or a girl?
0: His, his girl. He had a girl. a girl. He had another girl.
3: Had a girl. Um, but the way he, he – he impressed me. He just showed up and did not miss a single beat. He's smoking and guys up. he's here. been fast, he's been quick, and he's been catching my attention, and I hope they really – Get a lot of use of him on the offense this year.
1: Any chance that the one from four, five, or six could be better than three? Well, that was where I was kind of shocked. I actually thought at least one of you guys
2: would put Turpin above Gallup, Gallup. at this point because, in my opinion, I yeah. think he has been a little more impressive out here. Yeah. It might, you know, training camp can be deceiving. It can be about who you're matched up against. Mm-hmm. You know, Turpin could be getting a lot of yeah. teams. second team. We know how that right. goes, right? Yeah. So right. I think you got to factor that in some. But but I would say like. I have noticed Turpin more than I've noticed Gallup out here. Yes. On the field. I noticed
1: Gallup when they went the two-point play in the red zone stuff. That's kind of where yeah. I was noticing him I mean, like I'm thinking, And it
2: doesn't mean that Gallup is at no, head no, no, head no. Absolutely no, no. It just means I've noticed Turpin a little bit but more. But I,
0: I couldn't I couldn't put Turpin ahead of Michael Gallup right now because I will honestly say several of the plays I've say I've seen Turpin make and the routes wherein he's beating the the nickel guy, and maybe not being targeted, but he has Land, the guy yeah, toasted. Yeah. It's it's with the twos. It's Kelvin Joseph, yeah, for example. Yeah. It's you saw. Are you taking a shot at Kelvin? I'm, Joseph? I'm not. This is just this is analysis, not a shot. But it's the twos that's not too happy with yeah, you it's, right it's, now. It's, hey.
3: No shots, please. No shots.
0: Objectivity, right? Um, but when you see him go against a guy like Trayvon Diggs, you saw Diggs close and make that PBU. So yeah. when it's against the first team, not saying Turpin can't perform against the first team I believe he can that's why I have him in my six but as far as putting him above Gallup I personally need to see Turpin mm-hmm. against more of the first teamers let me see him more against Diggs maybe in games let me yeah. see him more against Deron Bland in that slot yeah. and then I'll be able to say you know what maybe that's the conversation to be had but as we, as it stands no because Gallup is going more so against the ones yeah
2: all right, we're going to take our final break. When we come back, we got a few more of these uh, rankings that I that I wanted to throw out to you guys. We'll have a little <laughs> fun with that. We also got some uh, some texts coming in. We'll try to get to some of those. Again, that number is 817-290-3298. two nine zero three two nine eight. We'll take some of your comments and your questions there. We'll be back. DallasCowboys.com radio.
1: Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah's savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated.
2: 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Want to use the Cowboys locker room's favorite products? Check out the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black. Right now, you can get the Jack Black Playmaker, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The Playmaker includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized Intense Therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com/cowboys
1: and use the code word Cowboys. The Jack Black Playmaker, 10 bucks, free shipping. So whether you're a Here Every Week fan or haven't been here in years fan, SeatGeek has you covered. Download the SeatGeek app today. SeatGeek, you're taking
3: the great seats. Welcome back into Dear Doctor, the show where I answer life's questions with an ice-cold can of Dr. Pepper. Sheila, let's hear from our next caller, would you.
0: Dear doctor, my friend supported me during a tough time. But what's the right gift that says thanks for being a shoulder to cry
3: on? Okay, this one's easy. I say give her a delicious Dr. Pepper. Nothing says thanks, girl. Better than a -a one-of-a-kind soda. Yes, any Dr. Pepper flavor will do. Now, just a reminder that I don't need to be a real doctor to know that Dr. Pepper is the one you deserve.
0: Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check.
1: Dallas Cowboys training camp 2023 is here. Brought to you by American Airlines. Watch the team practice on selected dates through August 15th in sunny Oxnard, California. Admission is free. For for, for more information, visit dallascowboyscom camp.
2: Welcome back. It is the final segment of the break. We're live from Oxnard, California. And uh, we're rolling through the show. We've got uh, text, me- text messages flying in. <laughs> text max. Uh, from- <laughs> <laughs> I do miss the text max. Uh we got text <laughs> messages flying yeah, in. Yeah, that was, that was a, was a really uh, good slip. place
1: in town. I'll tell you about here? after the show. Yeah. Okay, because I haven't Kings found a good text max place here. So yeah, it's, let's- it's Kings and Queens. Excellent. Okay, let me know about Excellent. it. Let me know about yeah. it.
2: Um, but you guys can hit us up. 817-290-3298. Again, 817 290 Three, two, nine, eight. We're getting lots of questions in here, and if we can't get to him, then Nick will get to him on his show as he walks through just because he misses us so much and he wants to be on the air with us right now. FOMO. FOMO, really. All right, so let's. Uh, here we go. I, I had a couple more of these positions <laughs> where I wanted to get some rankings from you guys. I like what you guys do with the wide receivers. I want to talk about uh, offensive guard. Ooh. Behind Tyler Smith and Zach Martin, Ooh. give me the next two to three guards in order based on what you've seen out here through the first couple weeks of practice.
1: Well, Farniak's gotta be the yeah, one. Yeah, Farniak's number one. He's your next. Far- yeah, mm-hmm. and then but now you gotta figure out what do you feel like with Adoga or what do you feel like with Josh Ball or what do you feel like with T J Bass. <laughs> to me, this is where it gets really murky and I when you when you used to do June radio and you know, you're trying to talk about well, the Cowboys have got some really great depth in the offensive line and all that. And you're kind of like, oh, positions I'm worried about, linebacker and running back. And you're thinking, boy, how wrong was I on that? Mm-hmm. But then you look at the offensive line situation, I think it is a struggle. I don't know if you really have good surplus behind. You know, I think it's very, very clear when they get to the, the seconds and the thirds mm-hmm. that these, these guys are struggling right now with, because the, the the defensive tackles are – this this division, this division, this NFC East has some monsters at defensive tackle. Yeah, they do. All the teams do. Commanders, Giants, Eagles, Cowboys. Mm-hmm. They all have monsters. The best in the league. Yeah, much, so, yeah. you know, it, it's very clear when you're not good at guard, you can get exposed. And yeah. right now I think that Farniak has been the best of the group, and then I'm starting to like Bass and Ball and those guys, you know, are kind of uh, – I think where I'm at right now, that I would actually trust to have to play in the game. And that right now is a, mm. kind of a difficult proposition to kind of wrap my hands around.
0: Um, hi Jerry, hope you're enjoying your morning. Um, pay Zach Martin. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, is that your answer to yeah, uh, that? Yeah, uh, Because- I hope that Egg McNuffin's good for right, you, sir. Yeah, <laughs> m- you know, the McGriddle with the, the McGriddle, salt on it. Yeah, the however, however much salt you need to put on that yeah. to make the right decision for Zach, <laughs> you know, do that. Um, the reason I lead with that is because you know, Farniak for me is definitely going to be the, the first name that comes up. Yeah. Um, and he's making strides. He's no Zach Martin. That's not a knock to Farniak. There is no other Zach Martin. Closest to that is Quentin Nelson. He's in Indianapolis. So you're going to have that, that drop off from Zach to Farniak. But to Brian's point, once you start trying to figure out the situation behind Farniok, it, it gets kind of tight. It gets tense. Um, Bass uh, ball hasn't looked good. Great, just
2: not stability. It's yeah, right he's, there, he's not looked great. This. I mean, that was, that's almost a, a, a project to try. It to be is, um, but, anyway. but because then, of his size, yeah. it just, it's just it's a project. And,
0: and speaking of projects, they didn't bring in Chuma Edoga to be a project. They yeah. brought him in because they yeah. expected that he'd be kind of like the stabilizing force uh, in the event that Farniak didn't take the steps that Farniok has taken. So, yeah, I want to I want to see but more
1: tackle. We're seeing more tackle. You are seeing tackle than really, so
0: be it Adoga and you know not a lot is being said about Richards you know the rookie fifth round pick and we'll see how that develops but it's Farniak, and then it's eyebrow raise yeah mm-hmm. I Absolutely. genuinely don't have an answer behind Farniak, and that's disconcerting yeah
3: yeah after your starters including Zach Martin yes. yeah. once he gets here because he will hopefully um no behind that I just, I feel very, very uneasy, especially when you look at what you're trying to do with Dak this year and his receivers, the type of protection you're trying to give him, allowing him to, even though they're working on getting rid of the ball, he still needs that kind of sense of security where he doesn't feel like he has to be running for his life. But at the same time, how is that affecting the running game and what kind of holes are you opening up for these guys that other, I mean, we've seen that they have the the speed and all that, but can they how good can they find those holes? I think that's something that I haven't been able to really really notice out here in these practices that will be um, depending on how the O-line is performing, it's going to really, really affect what the running backs are doing. So right now I'm I'm a little uneasy Mm -hmm. with everything behind the starters and history shows so far that sadly and unfortunately there's always some type of injury that happens and some guy has to go down and we've talked about all the shuffling that they've had to do especially like last year um so i i have hope that they can figure it out and put it all together but it is kind of concerning right now
2: yeah i think that the most interesting part about all that that you guys just said is even when zach martin comes in because he'll get here he'll be here Whenever he gets here, it still to me highlights a really big issue because yeah. let's also remember, your starting left guard is your backup left tackle. That's and, that's and my what we know about right the left there. tackle position that's what is. I, yeah. You gotta be at least. Yeah. You better have a plan for it, right, right? Right. And so, let's assume for a second that you lose your your starting left tackle, and he has to slide out. Now, no, who is your guard? Is it Farniak? Is he the guy that can just jump in there? Like there,
1: that's where it gets yeah. really tenuous when you talk See, about. Now the you're guard directing
0: position. a horror movie.
1: <laughs> that is. If you're a cowboy you know? fan, that is that that is a nightmare scenario right there. Because if something does happen to the left tackle, now you're now you're really like Amber's talking about. You're really shuffling guys around yeah. and and, and, it, and it's not and the one thing I know working with Jerry Jones and personnel was how important things are in the middle of that offensive line because the ability for the quarterback to step up is is huge now with Zach you know it, it, it's just so clear right now I mean when they have issues it's generally on the right side and it's surely in the middle In that you know it's They're trying to kind of work through all that, and it just—it's not as clean as it needs to be. It's not. Here's
2: what we're going to do. We got some uh, some text messages. We're going to roll through here before we end the show today. Uh, The first one comes from Bradley. His text is pretty simple. It just says, "Amber, the shirt is yellow, (laughs) and I love you guys." So thank you, Bradley. We appreciate you uh, chiming in. Uh, We got one from uh, this person. Didn't leave Oh, Reggie Reed. He says the shirt is yellow. He had a question. He said, For what, from what I have uh, seen of Mozzie, seems to get off the ball a little late. But do you guys see yeah. his power? What do you think about what you've seen so far from You know, the it's team? his hands.
1: You know, he's, he's got the power. He's got the ability. His hands need to be a little bit quicker. You know, and, and a little bit. He played a two-gap system in at Michigan where it's inside-outside. So, you know, you play a little slower that way. But, yeah, he needs to find a way. Like in the nine-on-seven stuff that I've been watching, needs to just get rid of those blockers a little bit quicker it, c- control get rid of control get rid of don't control don't control and then like oh there's the ball and then get rid that's been a little bit of an issue for him early in this uh, this, uh, this training camp.
0: I think the get off will, will come. And he admitted himself in a conversation um, a couple days ago that his get off is not where he wants it to be. He feels like he can be better with that. And and I agree completely in watching practice. And I think it's just, you know, uh, he's only two padded practices in. And this is not making excuses for it. It's just the rookie curve is the rookie curve. Yeah. And, and few positions have a greater r- rookie curve than the defensive line right. uh, in the NFL. So now he's going to, up against the bigger boys, where at Michigan and in the Big Ten his strength was is was going to be more evident than it is against the Tyler Smiths of the world the Tyron Smiths of the world that's why those are the two guys that he pointed at as far as when we were asking about his strength and he was like yeah man I'm strong and they asked you know well, who's the strongest in the locker room of course you would have thought Mozzie would have been like yeah me he was like Tyron yeah and he was like <laughs> Tyron Smith right so the way he said it he's feeling it now so mm-hmm. give him give him a couple weeks he's realizes, well, yeah he's realizing he's he'll he'll will get McClay. there yeah.
1: yeah will mcclay even said that they had to work on his stance yeah you know and sometimes if if your stance is too narrow you can't you know you can't if your stance is too wide you can't move if it's too narrow you lose your base so even will talking about it after the draft that they felt like they had to do something maybe open him up a little more with his stance probably a lot of things he's working on every and, and day. you know why wonderful point
0: um, it's because the Cowboys are looking to unlock some of his pass rush ability. Right. So in doing that, they're going to have to make tweaks. So before everyone starts panicking and saying, "Oh well, bust," oh, no, because he, you know how fine. fans can yeah. get. Yeah. No, yeah. Yeah. he is yeah. being tweaked right yeah. now. So yeah. it's not the same stance per se as what they saw as what he saw at Michigan. So right. give him a chance to get his legs, and I think he will.
3: And he just hasn't have uh, hasn't found that comfort, that confidence, and just okay, I'm comfortable in this space. I'm comfortable right. with these guys, and right. I'm gonna do what I know. how what like what I've been trained to do I think he's getting a little bit too much into his head I think he's a little too critical of himself which is good because you want a guy that is that has self-awareness and that can't keep yes. competing and going back and trying to perfect what he needs to work on but all in all I think that everything's gonna come as easily once he starts finding just that comfort and like okay i belong here yeah. i belong here yeah. and this is what i came yeah. here to do and i'm just gonna keep going at it i think mm-hmm. it's just a little confidence that it's maybe for me what it's lacking right now and he's
0: also learning the playbook as he's having his stance tweaked so he might be in his mind just a little bit talk about last year with Tolbert just overthinking. he's a rookie much. maybe thinking yeah. too much once the muscle once he plays from instinct and muscle memory good luck to the guy lining up across from him Real quick before we end the show, I can't get to all the t- texts, but quite a few of them made it clear it's a
2: yellow shirt. However, oh there was <laughs> one was... young lady.
3: <laughs> Just who, one?
2: There was one young lady. <laughs> Becky in Crum, Texas says, Thank Amber, you, Becky. where did you get the lime green T-shirt? So she agrees. She wants to know where you got it. Where did you get it?
3: Cowboys Pro Shop.
2: Cowboys Pro Shop. Okay, so you can go get your
3: yellow shirt Oh
2: from the Cowboys okay. Pro Shop.
3: <laughs> you know what? I think my vote. Is times five hundred because yeah. out of here, like I, I actually paint and I actually <laughs> deal all. with a lot of pain <laughs> Not and. At all. I am an artist. What some would call, come on, Dak. Keep your, Keep
1: your composure. Dak. Keep
3: Listen. your composure, Dak. Listen, <laughs> um, Granted,
0: granted, that, that right. does give you more, you know, uh, more say in the matter. But as a dad who helps his kids with crayons, I think I know. You when, realize when how limited <laughs> <I know>. colors <laughs>
3: crayons are. So what if it's the 126 box? Know. No, I. Uh, no. Come on, come on. No. The shade. No, no, All right. Stop We it. appreciate you guys joining us. <laughs> Maybe it's back. the lighting right now. but You guys need – sometimes the light plays an effect, but this is it, definitely – The lighting yeah. being
2: the sun, it, it, right? It, <laughs> no. All right. We, we appreciate you guys joining us. We'll be back on Monday, and we'll have a lot more for you guys. we got a padded practice uh, this afternoon. We've got another one on Saturday as well, so we'll have lots of updates for you guys oh. on Monday. Till then, for Brian Broaddus, Patrick Walker, Amber Garcia, I'm Derek Eagleson. This has been The Break, live on DallasCowboys.com. Radio.